Welcome to Oakham Bros. Oh podcast. my gosh, we finally got her on. We had the the one and only. We had to get her schedule. I don't even. She, she doesn't even an introduction. She doesn't even need this an intro. The, this is the great Marilyn Hornick. This is Auntie. Oh, auntie Marilyn. Auntie Marilyn. We don't do Auntie. We do Auntie. She's Auntie. She's Marilyn. Auntie Marilyn yeah, from the auntie Bronx. Marilyn. Marilyn, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Marilyn's like a little nervous for someone who's like can like stand in front of a crowd of eight thousand people and say this is how it works and this is what we're gonna do. She's like nervous in front of sitting with you and me. Not at all. All right, good. Don't be nervous, Marilyn. It's just, I'm not. It's your boys. Of course. First of all, you are prohibited from mentioning that you fed me Twinkies when I was right. a baby on this podcast. You just, okay? you just did. I just That's mentioned true. it. And I fed Eric Hostess cupcakes. Marilyn was our. Stop looking at yourself in the TV. Look at us. Talk to us. This is this is the camera. <laughs> this is your camera. This is this yeah, is that, all of that camera's looking at you. This is the BLS universe over here. What? Yeah. Take, listen. Let, uh, let's get right into it. So, Marilyn, right. where? Let's talk about your history. Where were you born? Because that's a huge part of your identity. And how did you get to BLS? Okay. Talk to Eric and me. Just I was have talked to us. Talk to us. Normal. I was born at Beth Israel Hospital in Manhattan. I grew up in so the Bronx. You, okay. I lived there for over 30 years until I met your uncle. Oh, my God. Uh, Who? Stewie Hornick, right? Stewie Hornick. That's Big shout out to Stewie. Speak into here. Don't don't move your head too okay. much. Sounds like they, are, they are since divorced. Right. Mal's going to give we the, uh, we, the history. We, the, we, the joke we goes. Dated, we lived together. We were married. So for a total of 16 years, the first time I met both of you, Eric was two. Oh, my God. He had God. come back from Florida. He had an earache. You were at Bobby's throat. funeral, right? You didn't come to Bobby. I didn't know Bobby you, then. Oh, okay. Bobby, Bobby's our great grandmother. Bobby, Bobby died a year before I met Stuart. Okay. And you, my dear, was six years old, five or yeah. six. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. At that time, I worked in the city, I worked in the Empire State Building. And I'll never forget that day. I was wearing a purple jumpsuit, and your uncle came and picked me up in the city. He was in the city, and he brought me to meet your mom and dad and, and both of you. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And it, Did you know that you were going to marry Stuart? Did you know when you met him you were going to marry him? No. No. And then <laughs> the funny thing is, is when I met your dad, I recognized him from having a car. And picking up, did you really somebody you, at the Empire at the Empire State Right, because Building. my dad, our dad, started hustling the Empire State Building. That's how he got his first start. That's how he got his first clients. Right, and Marilyn recognized him. And I knew his first client. Actually, I knew his first client. Did you really? <laughs> I could say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could say his name. It was Hal in Apparel. Wow. It was. He was a shirt guy. My office was on the third floor and then on the 10th floor and his office was on the, I want to say, sixth floor. And I can picture <clears throat> Hal, his name was Hal also. I can picture him today as I worked there for 19 years. So you, did, so you were married with Stuart and you were still working in the city? Yes. Uh huh. And I then what happened then? You, you okay. got pregnant with Matthew or not yet? What happened was I had I became pregnant with Matthew. Big shout out to Matthew Hornick. And we're trying to get him on here, but he's so busy, so busy, busy traveling. And what happened was I had just quit 
the job that I had for 19 years. And it was the summertime. Matthew was two. I came to your house to put him in the pool. And it was a Friday. That was Heather Lane? Yes. Yeah. My favorite house. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was a Friday. And that was the day your mother had to get all the invoices out. And at that time, and we're talking about 29 years ago. We, were, we still were running the billing out of we the house. Were running the yep. billing out of the house. And we were handwriting the credit card receipts. So every invoice had to have a handwritten Amex or Visa. So she said, give me the baby. You go downstairs. I know you know what to do. I and, remember and that. that was day, it, okay. right? And that was it. And then I believe that you guys were on an L.A. trip. And your mother and father called me when they were in L.A. and said, listen, we have a proposition for you. We're going to buy a building. We need an office manager. Wow. And we'd like you to come and work for us. We know that you have you know, experience, and I think it'll be good. And at that time, the office was still in the house. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this. It was September, because that's my anniversary month. I think it was September 19th. If Matthew was born in Talking to the mic, Marilyn. It was September like 1992. Right. Well, 92. And that's what I did. Did you know that you wanted to be a part of a family business when you were in the city? Like, did you ever think you would transition to BLS? Well, did you even know that when you came in to start doing the credit card receipts that you'd be like, this is no, going to become my was, career? That was, uh, that was a fluke. That was just on a hunch. I was there. It's amazing. So what did you first start doing when you started working at BLS? And then how did you get to where you are now? Okay. When I first started working at BLS, what I, the first thing that I learned was I had to organize the billing office. Okay. There was, Folders f full, of, full of invoices that were declined credit cards for different companies. Just FYI, everybody, she's still doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> 29 so, years later. You I had, the decline list is too high. <laughs> and, but we didn't have a list then. We had folders with right. invoices. And I had to go to the appropriate parties. I had to learn who the appropriate people were to get the credit cards, the correct credit cards. And when I looked at these folders, these invoices were 90 days old. They were old. <clears throat> and that's how I started. Then. How'd you, did you merge into the sales? Then, was it sales? Hold on. Account before management? That, before that, we had commissions. We used to sit on the floor. Arlene and I, at that time, Arlene... Arlene Veretos. Big shout out to Arlene and Nick, too. She and I sat on the floor, and we just had to go through commissions and try and straighten that out. And that took forever. Well, once we got that straightened, and eventually, once I set up a system for the decline credit cards... At that point, I had talked to the various people in the companies 
by calling our, our clients. Yeah. And they were familiar with me. So we, your mother, Phyllis, she came to me one day and said, we're going to LA and I'm taking you with me. What year was this? I want to say 1993. Yeah. There was an American Express forum and all the VIP travel managers in our industry would be present. Mm-hmm. So, and that became Marilyn's love affair with, I think Marilyn spent clients. more time in LA than she's been. Yeah, I mean, Marilyn, how many times have you been to LA this year alone? Just 2019. I can't even imagine. I think, Nine times, eight times. Right. It's amazing. Like once a month. Yeah. yeah. At, the, at least. What, so we just had this massive so you, party. I want to just oh, mention something wait, about Marilyn. Before, before, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on one second. Before we jump to that. We just had this massive party in LA. And, you know, mom, we had, you know, we had 200 plus people there. Mom introduced Actually, all of it was, us. It was 300 plus. Was it really? It was 300 plus people. Yeah. Um, we had 300 plus people at this party. It was all BLS clients, new and old. And um, mom introduced everyone at BLS right, and everyone yeah. got, you I know, made a speech. You made, I a, made speech. a speech. I raffled off Marilyn and, <laughs> and, 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 and I raffled for a dollar and Zach was the only one that came up with a dollar and he was, you were, you were his for the night. But um, there were two major standing ovations. One was for Angie. It wasn't for, it wasn't for, it wasn't for us. It wasn't for us. Yeah, I mean, no. we're, we, we are not, you know, we're the face of the company, but there's a face of this company. Well, yeah, because they work with them day in and day out. Right. But Angie got a standing ovation. Angie Artisone. And I got to tell you, I've ne- it was like a roar. It was like the stones were going on when, when in, in Giant Stadium, when Marilyn got up there. People love you. Our they really cli- do. Our clients adore Marilyn. And I want to know but why, wh- what's that? What's your special sauce? What, what's the special ingredient? You don't buy them Twinkies like you bought me. No, but I bring them Arts Deli. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's very so the secret to sales is, is food. Well, also it's personality. hundred percent. That That's exactly and right. Yes. The key to success is if you're a people person and I am a people person. Have you always been? I could, yes. I can walk into a room and I say this honestly, not knowing anyone and come out knowing everybody. And where they're from. Where they're from. And what restaurants what they, they do, like. Right. Where they're, you know, there's always a connection. You don't, so you're not, you don't you're not so, shy. No. And I have to tell you this at the beginning, because your mother threw me on a plane for one day. We took a red eye. We were there exactly one day and she introduced me to everybody. We came home and then two weeks later, she said, okay. You're going back? You're going back alone. I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I was really terrified, but I have to tell you, our clients, they mentored me. And and they know who they know who right. they are. Yeah. And they know who they are. And they I believe they made me what I represent at BL, 
at BLS today. What I always respected about you was that you never sold the company. You never said we have the best drivers, we have the best cars, we have insurance. It was never about that. You always spoke about everything that wasn't about BLS. And I learned that from you. I will never forget. But you know what's amazing? Marilyn will come in and you'll think that, you know, she's talking about meatballs and she's going to talk about (laughs) CSI. But then all of a sudden someone's going to ask a business question and then she zeroes in on it. You're like, where did that come from? Yes. Yes. You know? She's and, very that's, knowledgeable. That's the key right. to sales and business is that you have to, you have to be a people person. Right. But you also have to know your shit. Right. Well, you have to know your product because right. um, if you don't know your product, then you, you sound like you're not confident in what you're selling. Right. I can tell you. Because I'm a people person, when I go to these shows, I'm not afraid to. to I, I'm not afraid to just go up to somebody and say, "Hi, how are you? Right. Nice to meet you." I've been known, and the people that travel with me, they claim I could talk to anybody. I talk to people on the airplane. <laughs> I have, I have found people at sitting on the airplane, mm-hmm. right? Sitting at the gate. It doesn't matter. Your, Matthew is Marilyn's clone with the personality. Yeah. Your son, you know what? I don't think about You see, yeah, this I is just who she you. is. Right, I know. Yeah. But I, you don't need it as Matthew. It comes so natural to him. I can't wait to have him on the podcast because you'll see that Matthew knows everyone. Marilyn's like a mayor, right? Matt, we used to call Marilyn the mayor. Right. She knows everyone in the industry. Do you know some of this company? Oh yeah, I know them and their favorite restaurants up in, uh, is down in Playa Vista. It's a great Italian restaurant. But also I think you can't discount the sincerity of what has to happen. That like not only you could, you have to know how to kibitz, you have to know how to bullshit, you have to know your product, but you have to be sincere in, in who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And it can't, it can't be fake. Because people right. are going to catch on to that right away. Right. right. And my, I tell them. You're not salesy at listen, all. Because that's baloney, to be honest. I tell them. Come closer what you to see, them. What you see is what you get. There's no hidden agendas. Right. I don't like egg on my face, so I'm not going to promise you a whole bunch of stuff and not deliver. Well, right. Not only is it is it BLS's reputation, it's your reputation also. Right. And that, that all that mean stuff something you know what somebody in a a different sort of a different industry uh than us has come up to me and said all your because we share the same clients Uh and they said i asked the people that you deal with why they love you so much why what what makes you different than anybody else that's out there in our competitors and they said, because I, I always have their back. I always 100%. know what to do. We don't do the blame game. You know, we're yeah, in, life's, life's too short for that. We're in this business to excel. Well, we're, what did one of the agents say to you that we're one of the most agent friendly companies? Yes. And that's what I, that's I, my, you selling. instilled that in this company though. Yes. It was you and Kevin that instilled that when no, an agent that was your mother. Was it really? Your mother instilled well, that you, in me. You executed it. Right. Perfectly. Right. That when an agent books something incorrectly and it happens every day (laughs) on the hour, it it happens all the time. We're not going to hold them to it. No, we'll we'll take the fall. We'll take the blame for it. But you really 
you you know you let the agents know that you have their back right and i think that's a really secret recipe for success well the secret for success is partnership right when you take on a client you want to be their partners right they don't a new client doesn't know you like somebody that you've dealt with for 20 for, years for 20 years right um they have to have there's a transition part and i think that the confidence level is when something does go wrong and they see how fast we clean it up and what extent we'll do to make things right right mm -hmm. because if if you, the only way not to have problems in business is not having a business right Mo every business more has money problems. more problems yeah you know every you know every, i tell oh, my son all the wrong. time you know there's days I call him and he says, oh, he's stressed. And he has... Is it Robbie or Matthew? Matthew. And I said to him, that's business. You know what? Yep. The, what we do is fun, but it's stressful. You know, there's many nights that I go home and I don't sleep because I'm aggravated or something is not the way I, want, I like it. But that's business. The next day you come in, you clean it up and... We go on to Nothing ever sticks though. Like when there's an issue at noon, you go, your job is to go and have your team clean it up, put out right? Put out the fire before the entire house burns down. And then what you do is, you know, by two o'clock, the apology letter sent out, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. You spoke to the agent, what can we do? Comp a car, the whole nine yards, because shit happens. But by three o'clock, it's, it's, it's back to normal. Listen, I'll last night, it was 8.30 at night. I called somebody that I had to call mm -hmm. to make things right. You know what? My theory is I don't like apology letters because I they're agree. stored in a, a Word document. You're just copying, pasting and you names. copy and right. paste it. Yep. I believe in the personal touch. We sell, I sell the personal touch. A big company that still gives you the mom and pop feeling. That's what clients want. Right. They want to they feel. Want the re they want the reach of. of they want reach right. for capacity for service. Right. But then they want b behind the scenes that that there's there's a family right. behind the scenes. There is, <coughs> and that I think is the most important thing. Uh, somebody in this industry taught me a long time ago. A phone call is more personal. It shows that you really care than a uniform letter. Right. But in this day and age, don't you feel that that's um, the, the cell phone is impersonal? That a, a text message or a, an yeah, email she's, she's is impersonal. But my question is, the younger generation do they do they, they appreciate? They do appreciate yes. it. They're as receptive as someone who's been yes, in the game for twenty years. They they feel that you took the time to make that call. Right. It's not like you're just pushing it to the side, you know, when you'd send a text, listen, when you call somebody, it leaves an impression. Mm -hmm. Now, another thing, we get calls and of course, you know, there's always somebody, something is, could be wrong or you get an irate client and the staff, they don't, they send those calls to me. Right. So if somebody <laughs> is irate, how come when I get them on the phone, and I speak with them, they're not so irate. Well, it's confidence. Why? Because right. I, asked, right. I asked Kevin this the other day. I said, Kevin, they, 
we get the call, the client is irate. How come when I get on the phone and I start talking to them, they're not irate anymore? They're fine. He said, because when you speak to them, you speak with a sense of confidence and you're sure about it. Where for, and of course, after doing this 29 years, if I'm not sure about it, I'm not confident that <laughs> I'm in the wrong job. But it's does a your, difference. They does, feel secure that they know that it's going to get done. You have put on more mileage. You've put on as much mileage as I would say an executive going back and forth from New York to LA. You see the expansion, what we're doing. We just opened in Washington, DC yesterday or we just got approved for Albuquerque, New Mexico. We have a lot of other expansion stuff. We did Atlanta this year a few times. We did Chicago a few times this year. Do you like going to new cities and taking on new challenges? Like I know your comfort zone is LA, right? You land in LA, you're like a queen there. I am. And, 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 and I don't know the, why, because I gotta I'm, tell you, just <clears throat> li- I'm just I gotta tell you a real quick story. I'm just a girl from Long Island coming to do some business. I went I went with Sharon and the kids. We we had the kids had a week off. Kayla was a baby. And oh, I know what he's gonna say. And we walked and so, you know, there was some Mount had some meetings. She was in LA, so I said to Sharon, you know, take the kids, go to the Bronx, or go to Universal or something. So I went uh, with Marilyn. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go. <laughs> and my dad was still alive and I didn't really make roots in LA as much. I would go much less. Yeah, yeah that was during the time when we weren't traveling all that much because right. our dad was ill. Right. And I went a couple times over a certain year time frame. Um, and I walked in. It was Carl, Marilyn, me. I think the LA team was there, Angie, mm-hmm. Travis. And we walked in and it was this huge travel office and they're still with us today. It's They've been with us for 25 plus years. And they went, Carl, Marilyn. And they're like, who's this? And Marilyn's <laughs> like, this is our, our boss, Michael. And I, I didn't, I don't want to be introduced as the boss. I was like, oh, hi, I'm Michael. These people couldn't give a shit. I was in the room because <laughs> Marilyn was there. Well, you didn't deal with them. like the, I didn't the, deal with the them way, the way that Marilyn did. They didn't look at me. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to talk. They didn't care who I was. And I wasn't trying to be important at all. I was just there to sit and talk and, you know, tell them about the new technology and be Mr. Salesboy and everything. Marilyn, Marilyn overshadowed me. I felt like a little ant. Marilyn was like this, you know. Well, listen, you know, you, you have to watch and learn. I, I and everything I have today, sales wise, two people, mom and Marilyn, hundred percent. Mom, mom, that's what I well, You know, because yeah. you know, when I first started, when I first started going out and selling, you know, Marilyn knows I don't, I don't like to. I, I didn't. This, it doesn't come natural to me. You took after dad with the sales part. Yeah, it, it doesn't be, come natural, right. but I realized that I had to do it. But you do it. Well, it didn't start out that way. I start out, and when I first started, I was out, and I was just like, uh, what, you know, what do I say? And then all of a sudden, Marilyn had this amazing shtick, and she was talking about the Bronx and meatballs and and Carmine and, and reconciliation <laughs> and credit cards, and then Michael was talking about books, and he was, you know, and my mom was talking about being a grandma and being, you know, growing up in the business, and also I'm like, you know what? Oh. I, I got to come up with a stick. I I have to have a story. And then I'm like, okay, here's my story. Right. And then all of a sudden people start responding and you become an interesting person. Right. And that's the key to sales. You have to, you have to have an arsenal of things to say. Absolutely. And I learned something vital from Marilyn. Never badmouth the competition. Never. No. Ever. You, I walk in to a place, Marilyn says, do not mention who they're using now. Don't talk about it. Talk about you, your company, and your story as a person. And you know what? It works. It's like gold. Yeah. When you go in and go, we could do better than the current vendor. We can do better. 
Mouses don't work. ever, ever, ever talk like that. Because no. you never know what's going to come back and and um, bite you. You yeah. could say in the ass, on the ass. Um, Marilyn never curses. I don't know if you can tell that <laughs> yeah. from Marilyn's personality. She's a very... Marilyn is king, queen curse. <laughs> yeah. She's a potty okay. mouth. <laughs> Not all the time. We should actually start collecting money every single time that you curse in the office. Man, we'd be rich at the end of the <laughs> Don't make it. I don't curse that often. Who the... Um, what I wanted to say was... Talking to the I, microphone. When I... That's the 18th sales. time today talking to the <laughs> when microphone. I, <laughs> was gonna that when I, Crystal's going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> when I do sales... Talking clothes, to the microphone. You edit it. There's no editing there's here, no man. This is, here. We're going from point A to point B, and there's no stopping in between. Anyway, when I did start, <laughs> when your mother threw me to the wolves, and I was mentored. I can never do anything scripted. Mm -hmm. Okay? I have to do it from the heart. Yep. And that's how I always did it. I always presented myself and the team and the story of BLS th without writing it or reading it. It just came naturally. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. You... And Stuart got divorced. Mm -hmm. And we see you more now than we see Stuart. No, nothing wrong with Stuart, mm -hmm. but we see you every single day. We work with you every it's day. We talk to you more. Years. 19 years. Can you believe that? Divorced divorce. 19 years. Can't believe that. We kept Marilyn in the divorce. <laughs> yes, that was the joke. Do you, Was there animosity or how, what is your relationship with Stuart like today? I We are marveled by how close a, you a, guys it's are. It's a Brady Bunch it really, situation. Well, we have our good days, and we, you know, basically, Stuart has been a an amazing, an amazing, amazing father. Yeah. Father, my kids don't want for anything, and he's always there. If I needed him, he'd help me. Hundred percent. Jane as well. Yeah, big shout out to Jane. And I think that Jane is the catalyst. Mm -hmm. She makes it good for everybody. But you're not like an outcast. You're included. In, right. in what they do, which is so it's remarkable. The way, the way it should be. The way it should be. That even when people separate. History. It's history. It's having three boys growing up. I mean, Max and, and Matthew were a year a, a year and a half apart. Mm -hmm. um, and Max is, just for the record, Max is Jane's son. Right. That Stuart but is he's with, like you know, my and, third son. Right. You know? Well, we always felt that you were a mother to us. You know, you always, it was, and you will, it was BJ's and, and Eventually yes. and Friday nights with Stu, Marilyn and Matthew. Yeah. Right. It was and Eventually and then and, the movies. Mm -hmm. and the first house we ever slept over was Marilyn's yes. house. First and only. And I, I, I kept the, I kept the, the nightlight on for one of you. I Michael, don't want to mention no, that, that, was, that was Eric. I don't want to mention it. I'm still scared of the dark. That was like three years ago. <laughs> but, um, be, BLS is a way of life for me. 100%. Okay. I think your AOL address was like BLS MH yeah, 30015, right? Yeah, that was your well, old extension. years ago, what did I know? So I said, all right, let's put BLS 3015 at AOL.com. But like I said, you, the reputation that we have and you have, you know what? I could actually move to LA and have a, th a million friends. You know that. Of course. I would never move to LA. Why not? Because New York's your home. New York is my home. To be honest, if I 
arrive on Sunday by Wednesday night. I'm itching to come back home. See, I'm I'm the complete opposite. I really? love I love LA. I love the city of LA. I love the people there. I really do. I've always, since I was a y young kid though, I was always infatuated with with the Los food Angeles. Is not, I don't oh, love I think, the no. food. If you go to a steakhouse, then it's one thing. See, this is how Marrow. This okay. is what the conversation always ends up with. So I have a funny story. We did a show recently. Yeah. Last week in the city, and you know what? For some reason, I don't have the connection. As much in New York, in New York, as I have in LA, right, right. and I sit and I think, why? Is it because I don't pound the pavement? It could be. Is it because it's just a different? It's a different scenario. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so this young woman came up to our table, and I introduced myself, and she mentioned that she lived in Westchester. Okay. Now, being from the Bronx, I, that's my territory. Right. And she said, well, you know, I lived in Tuckahoe. I said, well, you know what? The best Italian restaurant is on Central Avenue <laughs> and Tuckahoe. And she was like, I can't believe, of course. And we talked about the restaurant. We talked about the owner. We talked about the father. So, so funny. Then your friend Robin. Robin. Okay. Came over and they were together. And I had spoken to Robin on the phone, but never met her. And I told her who I was. And she said, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. She turned to her friend and she said, Do you know who this person is? And she said, Yeah, don't worry. We got it down pat. <laughs> she gave me this. We talked about all of Yonkers, all of Westchester, all the restaurants. It was great. Really? Yeah. So you see, going back to what Eric said. Talking to the microphone. It's not what twenty eighth time. It's not. It's not what you sell. It's everything about. It's the personality, and that's right. That's what I said in one of the most recent podcasts. That a company personality is everything. That if the company has no personality, right. or if they have a bad personality, right? You know, culture, you, or culture, all that stuff. Toxic. We don't. We don't. We're warm. You right. see. There's a reason why we call it the BLS family. Okay. You know, every, any time that I've ever been to your house, you you would if like you would just offer me like what can I make you like you know you want you make the best meatballs, you make the best chicken cutlets, the best sausage and peppers on planet Earth. You're an amazing cook, but like you, like you're not doing it like not only you know they're here, I might as well cook something. Like you taught Sharon and me how to welcome people to our home and to say. It's oh, you here? What, what do you want? Let me. Can I make you some coffee? But you know that, that spills over into every aspect of your life, and right? And Marilyn's warmth. It's catering, catering to your company, catering right. to the your friends, catering to your family members. That if I invite people to my house, I want to have things that they like, whether I like it or not. On Mahjong I'm night, gonna serve. Marilyn's a massive queen. Mahjong. Queen Mahjong. How much do you win a night at Mahjong? It could one. It depends. <laughs> Last week I lost twenty four dollars. Oh my! Oh goodness. my God! But I've won in a total week because I do play several times, and the pie per person is. We start off with twenty five dollars each. You taught our wives how to play mahjong. Okay, so I've won eighty dollars in a week. Oh yeah! I've won one hundred and fifty five this year. I've won so far one hundred and fifty five dollars. I came in first in a tournament. Maryland. In in my in the words of my late father, 
don't quit your day job. Listen, it's very <laughs> good for the mind. Yes. And it's, it's an you activity. Know, it's fun, my but... kids are out of the house and I get home at four o'clock. And why do I have to look at the four balls? I go out good for and you. we don't even play in each other's houses. We have a hotel that's in Syosset. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. They let us play in the breakfast area. Right. They bake us cookies. I'm telling you. <laughs> the managers, they call me. They, the bartenders, they know me by my name. Right. They'll come up and say, they'll make, you know, they make cookies right. every day. And they'll come up after they make them. Well, we'll say, can you put a fresh pot of coffee on they do it for free i don't know you know you know what it's because you because it's you bring them because you bring the mentality over there and that right. that, that just comes full circle that you have to be gracious and nice to everybody that's and, what this entire podcast is about and it's don't about. forget we what i do is i bring them donuts the managers right the desk exactly I'll, I'll order them we'll chip in and order them a pizza or something so why are you saying you don't know why they're doing it now? Of course you know why they're doing it because you, you take because, care of them because you take care of them because that's, and also that's the way they you have need. It's good to see that there's people around in a hotel. Mm -hmm. And now let this, me tell you something: if if you went in there and you were Queen B, if you were a big B there and you weren't a nice person, it wouldn't last very long. They'd say take your game and true. go and go elsewhere. True. Marilyn's not like that. Marilyn is Marilyn, the the warmth that Malloran. she exudes. Marilyn. Well, why are you called Marilyn here? That's because of me. That yes. was Eric. Yeah. I couldn't pronounce. It. I think I called you Marilyn until I was like. We still call her Marilyn. years old, but unconsciously called her Marilyn until I was like twenty five years old. Kevin calls me Mal. Speaking, call to, me speaking Mal. to the microphone, called, called 30, me Mal. 36th time. <laughs> We spoke about Matthew. We spoke about Max. I think this covers about, it all. I think I just want to talk about. Well, yeah, you can't leave out Robbie. Yes. Okay, we'll talk about Rob. Robbie lived the dream. Robbie, Robbie is, the dream. is is Marilyn's baby, baby Huey. But he he's Robbie baby. Stewart and Marilyn's baby. Yes, yes. And Can you tell us something about Robbie? He's Robbie. great. All right, that was great. Great podcast. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie is. Robbie, see, Matthew is very much like me. And Bert. Robbie is very much like his dad, Stuart. Yeah. But when you put the three of them together, even though people say that Matthew looks like more like me now. You boys look nothing like you. If you put the three of them together, it's all one face. Yep. Yeah. However, Robbie has his father's personality. And we'll just leave nothing it Nothing bothers him. <laughs> Nothing. And you know what? He'll never have an also. He'll never get anxiety. But I want to say, you know, not many people get to live their dream. And, and Robbie did something amazing where he, he got the internship at Walt Disney World. And it, he, his face, when we would go visit him and we would talk to him, he was just, he was beaming. Yes. The entire time that he was there. Yeah. But you can't survive on that salary. So, he, but it's, now he's <laughs> he's home. He looks good. Listen, so that's he why lost Robbie's weight. Home. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's not uh, eating churros and Mickey bars every night. <laughs> he looks great, and now he's working in the family business there. We with Eric his brother and his father and Eric Jane. and I saw Robbie more times in Florida than we did here. We were going down there for every vacation because our kids are obsessed uh -huh. with Disney. 
So we would go down and we would have breakfast, lunch, or dinner, more like a lunch or a dinner with Robbie. And we'd sit and we'd talk to him. And we were so happy to see him happy that he really, Eric, I mean, to say what Eric said, he was living his dream. Um, it's amazing how this kid went to Orlando all by himself. Yeah. And the didn't know he, anyone there. Right. He met friends. He met for life now, right? Uh, yes. In fact, he's going in December to Las Vegas with oh. six of his of uh, the roommates that he had. The all the guys. That's awesome. That we're, he had we're, the we're first going, semester. We're going, we're going back to Disney. We're going to Disney. But but I'm amazed and I'm so proud of him because you know what? I don't think I could have gone to a new state. But the point, and the, he learned yes, how to get Maron. That's where you're wrong. He, you see, you say where Robbie has Matt Stewart's personality. Maybe that is the case, and and Stewart and Robbie Certainly are part like of him. always cool, calm, and collected. From what we've seen, mm -hmm. you know, they're always like they're always calculating, and they always understand. Mm -hmm. they, they don't they don't freak out over a situation where they Matthew and me, and me and you. Well, <laughs> Matthew and I are clearly cousins, and Eric and Robbie are clearly cousins. That you guys are always cool, calm, and collected. Me and Matthew are like, blah, 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 you know, we'll start freaking out. Um. It's called obsessing. Robbie going to a new place and, and being social and meeting people. I still think that's a part of you because you are right. social and, and you can't say, well, he, you know, he doesn't have the personality to do that. He clearly does. And we're all really proud of him to do that. I'm really proud of him that he came back and he's making a name for himself at, at Stuart and Jane's company and at Matthew's, Ma at Matthew's company. Um, but you know, just overall really just an amazing, all, all of our cousins. You know, yeah, you, we're you, so proud of everyone. And you did great. Yeah, you really did great as a mom, as an aunt. Um, you're a really big inspiration to Eric and me. Big influence. Big influence. And don't start crying because Marilyn cries over. No, Remember when Victor went on vacation and Marilyn cried. <laughs> Marilyn gets verklempt over everything. Listen, listen, we got, we gotta, we gotta end this thing. Okay, Marilyn. Do you have any you, any word, last any words? Any closing remarks? Any closing remarks to a clients? We do a really good job. No, we don't want to sell it. Best cars, best, best cars, drivers. best drivers. <laughs> Your fa All right, before we go, top three restaurants in LA. Go. And you could plug any one of these because we know exactly probably what you're going to plug. Number one is Marino's. Why? Right Marino's where? On Melrose. Why? Why? Mario treats me like a queen. He'll he's, he's make anything. The service that he gives is second to none. Right. If you walk into that place, he doesn't even give you a menu. He goes, What do you want? Yeah. Right. And. If he has a client there that he knows, he shares the, he shares the love. He shares yeah. it. He drags me over. He introduces me. It's like what Goodfellas was. Yeah, you know what? We walked through the kitchen. Yeah, we They had like they had like muscles. Yeah, right. Like we came into the main place. is the one that introduced me to him. Right. You know that. Right. Actually, no, I didn't know that when she. Okay, when she was at that other place. Right. Yeah. So now Marino's number one, and I agree with you. The food is outstanding at Marino's, and that's where in that's um. It's Melrose. It's in North Hollywood. North Hollywood, NoHo. Um. Number two. Smokehouse. Smokehouse and Burger Old Hollywood. Old school Hollywood, right around, those right next to Warner Brothers. Leather booth, those red leather booths. Yeah. And if you go on a night where there's music. Oh, we haven't been to that. Yeah, yeah. one night we have to go. When that was there. a fun night when we where like we didn't uh -huh. go to that one meeting and we met you, mm. man. Marilyn. I think I had two bourbons that night. I had two martinis. Yeah, it was yeah, it was drink. great. You don't drink. You used to drink. You say though. that every single time, and every single time I see you, no. I, say, I never drink, and then you, you, no, you just I have one. one. <laughs> I exactly. order one, and it sits there. Smokehouse, and what's that third? 
restaurant the third in LA. one that's reliable for me is Morton's. Really? Yeah, Mort- I like Morton's and Burbank. Morton's oh, and Morton's and Burbank. Burbank. Yeah, because the Morton's out here on Long Island is not great. Right. No, the Morton's, the Morton's Burbank, Burbank for Burbank. lunch for lunch yes. is is always right. They're it's always a on plus. point. Yeah, the Morton's and Burbank is better in LA than here. Hundred percent, because the one over here, I've eaten here well, a few times, and you know the Northern Boulevard is known as Steakhouse mm-hmm. Row, and Morton's is my least favorite mm-hmm. of the steakhouses. You know, Did it's you, if the food is never in Roslyn and Liami, Liami, Lamani. I did. We went with, with um, Sharon. And I went, we had a date night with a couple Guys, of friends. This isn't a food review show. We could turn into it's, it. It's good. Lamani was great. Lamani was really, was. really good. It was packed though. And the tables are very close together. And you know what? But this is, this is, this is how Malin sells it. This, this, this is, is, this is, this is what happens. A, and you see, a, I keep trying to reel it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know, Have I'm you eaten at Lamani? Yeah. We went there for Mother's Day. Yeah. Lamani's good. Rothman's, yes, Eric's, that, Rothman's. Rothman's I know this is compelling conversation. No, people probably stop watching right now, but who cares? <laughs> Rothman's brunch is the best. Rothman's brunch. Rothman's brunch Besides is really good. Chris and Tony's for uh, that's every another place. Sat- where Chris and Tony's. Saturday, it should be Chris, every, Tony, and Marilyn's every Saturday night. We I don't know how we got onto Long Island restaurants, but every Saturday <laughs> night we eat at Rothman's. That's Eric shout and out, our go-to. Shout out to Keith, yeah, but you have best to waiter go on the planet. You have to go. To Rothman's for a brunch, you would not believe. It's it. a two-month wait. Yeah, no, we keep trying to make reservations, and then there was like, sorry, sold out. You we have to make always, reservations far in advance. I'll bet you Father's Keith. Day. I bet you Keith can get us in. I will bet you if we say to Keith, we'll be here. The next don't day. they it's have? It, what, they have know. it every weekend. Yeah, they're always sold, sold out. out. I don't know. Be re- I'll Rothman's, the Rothman's restaurant, amazing. I, I also like rare, rare's my fit. Sharon, that's Sharon of my date and night. You know what? I don't like Riff. Sit, uh, I'm, with, I'm with you. I, no, I, I, don't I like think it's her. one of the best Long Island Best-low. restaurants. Blackstone's really good too. I've never eaten in Blackstone. You know what's you know has been we've we've been going to a lot. Frank's. Frank's. You know what Frank's? We I went like to Frank's, Frank's yesterday. We broke the fast at Frank's. I had bacon. I like Frank's. Top notch. Uh, the one in Jericho is better than the one in Rockville Center because I've I gone there with Alda. Right. And it wasn't. Stephen had his graduation party, the one there, and I didn't like the food. Frank's in Jericho was was, was pretty good, yeah. But you know, they sold it. It's not the original people. No, they, I they think they still own they it. Kept everything the same if they did. Mm, they did the the um, they, they have a it's the same, same place summer. since nineteen ninety two. Right. They have. Have you been to Oniro yet? No. Yeah, Sharon, and I went to Oniro recently. It was pretty it's good. Greek. Yeah. I like you know. I but, like it's Greek to me. Yeah, I can't believe this turned into a Long Island. Listen, but this is Marilyn, though. I know, this is the I know. essence of Marilyn. Okay. The Bryant, by the way. The Bryant, amazing. Oh, Excellent. Excellent. Guys, Guys that was off. fun. Okay. We turned to that's Michael. That's Marilyn. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.